And when you go into those moments of discomfort, you foster and build that self-trust. You foster and build that belief that your body is capable, your mind is capable. Hey, oh, welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela, and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed up love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say, this journey is so much more fun with a bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. What is up, my Built to Be You friend? This moment that I'm about to share with you, this message that I'm about to share with you is way, way too beautiful to not be shared. And I'm here sitting with my eyes closed. The sun is getting ready to set. There's a fire crackling right in front of me. Lucy is by my side. I'm surrounded by trees and boulders. I just pitched my tent for the first time all by myself a few hours ago. My hammock is hanging between the trees. It's Memorial Day Monday, and life right now just feels incredible. This moment feels incredible. And I want to share a message with you about glass ceilings and broken dreams. And you might be like, Michaela, what what, what are glass ceilings? What does that have to do with broken dreams? And my friends, that's what we're going to talk about today. Glass ceilings are similar to the concept of your upper limit. It's this perceived ceiling that you put over yourself. How far you think you can go, how far you think you're capable of. It's this limit that you put of, I can't go past here. And really, that perceived limit is a glass ceiling because at any moment, you can make the decision to shatter that glass ceiling, which is what we're going to talk about today. And broken dreams are from this fear of being alive. And I am currently reading the book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And as I'm sitting here in the middle of the forest, I read this chapter or this passage that just felt like so soul riveting and like so soul shaking. And I'm going to read to you. And it is, that is why humans resist life. To be alive is the biggest fear humans have. Death is not the biggest fear we have. Our biggest fear is taking the risk to be alive. The risk to be alive and express what we really are, who we really are. Just being ourselves is the biggest fear of humans. And like, you needed to back 30 that. You need to go get this book, The Four Agreements. That's literally on page 17, and that's all the farther I've read. But after I read that paragraph, I pulled out my journal, and I really started to reflect on this fear of being seen, this fear of, quote-unquote, being found out. You know, some people might call it imposter syndrome. Some people might call it the imposter monster, whatever you call it. It's this fear of truly being yourself, being alive, being who you are at your core. And instead, adopting to this safe story, this narrative that, you know, you grew up with. And as children, we adopt our parents' beliefs. We aren't given a say. We're praise, good girl, good boy. 
bad boy, bad girl, whatever. You know, when we do the right things, when we do the things that our parents want us to, they say yes. When we don't do the things that our parents want us to, they say no. Maybe it's a slap on the wrist. Maybe it's time out. And so we're conditioned to do what they want us to do or believe what they want us to do. So we're conditioned to believe what they want us to believe. We're conditioned to do what they want us to do because from such an early age, we wanted acceptance. And as humans, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of need, we humans need humans, humans need connection. And a lot of times we think that those connections have to be proof. They have to be proving ourselves to others they have to be proving ourselves to ourselves and really it's it's this concept of blessing and releasing or maybe it's even shifting your image of what perfection is and how it exists in your life but let me give you a little bit of backstory and I want to talk about the comfort crisis you know this feeling of discomfort that we tend to shy away from whether that's when it comes to doing new things sitting in silence applying for new jobs having hard conversations and the discomfort of this day in particular for me is like off the charts (laughs) i started the morning by running the boulder boulder 10k i had signed up for it impulsely yesterday so sunday at like 3 p.m in the afternoon i was like you know what i'm just gonna sign up because why not and this week i've decided to break up with my garmin watch (laughs) is it gonna be a forever thing i don't know but the backstory here is is i ran a half marathon about a week ago and i was so fixated the entire race looking down at my watch looking down at my watch looking down at my watch and i was being driven by the numbers that were being reflected back at me and i was like this is so frustrating like i am so much more than a number this race is so much more than a number in a pace and I've been going on walks all week long, really mindfully, you know, detached from the outcome, not walking for a certain amount of time or a certain pace or a certain distance, just walking because it feels good in my body. Going to the gym and doing a strength workout, not worried about for how long or how many calories I burned, just doing it because it feels good in my body. So you know what? I was like, I'm going to run this race without my Garmin watch and if you are like not a runner or you're not somebody who wears a watch or a fitness tracker watch you might be like I don't understand the big deal of this and like it's a big deal and it is a mind f not wearing it and now here I am you know okay so I ran the race without a watch more to come on that in a second because it's really gonna like wrap up today's episode and now here I am in the middle of the woods alone silence boredom no notifications And I've been reminded today how when we get in moments of discomfort or unfamiliar, our brain yells, safety, and then triggers a comfort habit. For me, that was looking down at my watch. I didn't have my watch on today during my race, and I kept finding myself looking down at my wrist, looking down at my wrist to confirm or deny that I was on the right pace or on the right track when, like, the watch doesn't get to tell that story. The body does, you know? So eliminating the watch allowed me to really get in tune with my body and how I was feeling. Being here in the woods, like being bored for the first time, and I don't even know how long. And I don't want to say bored and like, oh my God, I don't like being here because like I'm thriving and I'm having so much fun. But bored in the sense of like, 
I'm not doing something. I'm not looking at my laptop. I don't have cell service, so I'm not looking at notifications. And once I like got here, when I first got here and I was reaching those points of boredom, I found myself reaching for my phone to aimlessly scroll, reaching for that validation, you know, the pace, the people, the likes, the praise. And in a world where we get to be ourselves, we're afraid to live because of the fear. Like that passage, the fear of not getting it right, the fear of discomfort, the fear of letting other people down, the fear of letting ourselves down. And this day, running the race without a watch and being here camping solo for the first time, it's about so much more than that. It's about so much more than being able to tent, pitch my tent solo for the first time, which like, yeehaw, let's go. It's about reconnecting with myself. It's about forcing myself to be bored, to learn to be okay with silence. And it's beautiful. And I just want to remind you that today's discomfort becomes tomorrow's comfort. And our threshold for discomfort is always evolving, but also so is our comfort level. And comfort creep happens when things get comfy and cozy. You get stuck in this autopilot cycle. You go through your day-to-day routines, your day-to-day actions. You live in a warm, furnished environment, I'm assuming. You have running water. You have the heat set to your perfect temp, whether that's 64 all the way up to 74, which like, I'm like a 70 girly, side note. (laughs) But we sit here and we get so acclimated to having everything just the way that we want it. So when one curveball gets thrown our way or maybe we lose power or the heater quits working or we run out of hot water, we're like so quick to be like, WTF, this is such an inconvenience. But what if you looked at that discomfort as a learning opportunity to reevaluate what your current comfort level is? And it's such a good way to be able to check in with yourself and ask yourself, like, am I just going through the motions? Am I just settling for comfortable because I'm afraid of what the discomfort is going to bring? But guess what lies on the other side of discomfort? Massive growth. And when we don't lean into that discomfort, we come up on broken dreams. So this is why I said the whole glass ceilings and broken dreams things at the beginning of the episode, because in order to make those dreams happen, You have to shatter that glass ceiling. You have to show yourself like I have no limits except for the ones that I set on myself. And you have to push yourself just to go a little bit further, to get a little bit more uncomfortable, to push past that comfort creep just a little bit more and bring awareness to it. And again, the biggest fear we have as humans is to be alive, is to be fully and unapologetically yourself. But by sitting in this place of people pleasing and shame and guilt. What are you losing out on? What are you missing out on? So my friend, my challenge for you is to do one thing today, not tomorrow or next week, that's going to make you uncomfortable. Maybe that's turning down the temperature of your shower. Maybe it's taking a different route to work. Maybe it's going to the gym instead of doing a workout at home. Maybe it's doing a little solo camping trip. If you're a runner, maybe it's running without a watch. And when you go into those moments of discomfort, you foster and build that self-trust. You foster and build that belief that your body is capable, your mind is capable, your heart is capable. In order to make those broken dreams a reality, you have to mend them. You have to heal that relationship with yourself and the stories that you're telling yourself. 
And when you bring that awareness, you're able to absolutely shift the trajectory of where you go next. But know that you have to push that upper limit, that perceived upper limit, because truly there are no limits. There are no finish lines besides the ones that you place on yourself. Whether you're consciously or unconsciously doing it, I'm not sure. But because you push play on today's episode and you're somebody who's invested in your personal growth, I'm going to guess that there's this conscious awareness piece to it. You know that you're not living up to that full potential. You know that you're setting limits on yourself. You know that you're staying in your warm, cozy comfort zone because it's that. It's cozy. It's familiar. But when you rip away that unfamiliarity and you really embrace that discomfort, you get to grow to that next level, right? So I'm going to log off here. If you can hear the fire crackling and the birds chirping and maybe a little bit of wind, good. Because this is my this is my threshold of discomfort. This is me pushing me to do something that I'm not okay with yet. But the more that we engage in those uncomfortable activities, they become comfortable. And then we have to go out and find something else. It's a, it's a never-ending cycle. But I'm going to sleep here with Lucy tonight in our tent. And we're going to stargaze and roast marshmallows. And we're going to do it all by ourselves. And I think there's so much beauty in solitude and learning to be okay with doing things by yourself because when you find that healing and that peace within you you then get to go pay it forward to other people in your life friendships intimate relationships co-workers all the places all the people all the things right so my friend i hope you have a kick-ass week and no matter where this episode finds you whatever season it finds you in know that You are doing your best, and I'm really, really proud of you. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend, or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon.